dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. We back. We live. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Episode 128. Wow. Lots of episodes. Yeah, man. man I'm proud of us. And I still, I know we say it every 12 episodes, but <laughs> I really am proud of the grind, man. We don't. We don't let life kick us down too long. We uh we still give y'all maximum effort in providing that kickback. You know, something just to talk about when you're doing your do. Maximum content on You Can't Make This Up podcast. So, bro. Yeah. We had an episode last week of mashups of interviews and things and everything like that uh, because life happens. Yeah, yeah. What happened, brother? Man, man, I've had one of them weeks. I really, I'm really, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to getting back so I could, you know, this is this is my therapy. This yeah. is this is where I keep it 100 at. So please do. I, I, trying to decipher, man. I know it, there's it comes at a cost sometimes to be the person that's chasing your dreams. You know, you gotta you gotta sacrifice, you know, steak for spaghetti. Sometimes, you know, you gotta you gotta just figure it out. So. Me DJing and this being my income for now about two solid mm-hmm. um, since I left the VA. It just gets to the point where it's just financially tough. Yeah. You know, it just gets tough. And you have a hiccup in life. You know, my car, as most know, I've been riding it. I say it proud. My 2003 Honda Pilot, well over 300,000 miles Woo! on it. Still riding like a gym when it's, when it's fixed up. <laughs> but, uh... Had it in my 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 uh, caliper on my brakes mm. went out. So I um you know I'm I'm riding, driving cool, and I'm like getting that little gr- gritty sound when your brakes start getting bad. I'm like, can't be the brakes because I've been changing these brakes. I feel like every four or five months. So out of 128 episodes of this podcast, <laughs> there's a good four or five talking about my car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I've, I feel like I've been doing this, like, over and over. So, I'm like, it can't be the brakes again that fast. And, bro, like, I got home thinking, man, these brakes felt weird. But, you know, I told the wife, make sure she knew. Mm-hmm. She ran the kids to uh after school function that they in. And um, she got home, like, we can't drive that no more. I'm like, what happened? She's like, I almost died. Oh, I'm like, I'm thinking like, it was bad. You know, a little, little annoying at the red light. You don't want to look at nobody because you know <laughs> you know somebody like Jesus. What is that? You know, you know somebody looking at you. But uh, I'll, next next morning I get in like, man, I'm gonna take him to school. Man, I pull out of the driveway to hit the brakes. I'm like, oh, to the flow. I'm like, oh, oh, mercy brake. Get low. Yeah, like, oh, we got to turn this around. So. Brakes was out for a few days. Had to, you know, try to figure it out. Now again, like I say, when you chasing you, you know, I ain't had the the fortunes of let me uh let me get my 
you know, when I get a savings, I have to spend it on something. Yeah. You know, when I get a savings, I got, you know, something comes up. So I don't want to have to dip into the stash. So, yeah. So I'm like, man, it's getting rough out here. So fortunately, you know, that's when I think I dig in the most. So I uh, got some inquiries, man. I, I got an inquiry for a wedding in Louisville, like like just one random morning. So sold her my my price, pretty much locked that in. So now I got new uh, New Jersey in March, Louisville in August. Okay. So hitting the road with some gigs. I got and I got two two inquiries this week that helped. You know, because I make people get deposits to lock yeah. their date, so that helped. And um, did some work for one of my uh, mom's neighbors, you know, with the ice we had. Right. A lot of people had trees down, limbs down. It's a lady in a wheelchair down down the way from my mom. And, like, the whole neighborhood kind of check on her because yeah. cause she's, she's like, like paralyzed from the waist down. So she's full-time wheelchair, and everybody just makes sure she's straight. So uh, I saw the neighbor out there. He used to be in the military, so I ain't seen him in a minute. So I went down and said hi to him. They was about to help. She asked if I could help. I'm like, sure. So I ended up, you know, spending about an hour and a half down there while working on the brakes. I, th- I told Step Up, I said, uh, I think she about to go pay me. So I think I'm about to go down there. <laughs> Hope you don't mind. Keep working, sir. I appreciate what you're doing for me. <laughs> I'm just handing you tools anyway. All right. I'm so, just here for the convo. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, nah, go get it. So I went down there. We chainsawing trees off her, her uh, a big limb broke off on her shed oh and she was worried about the you know the shed getting damaged so we cutting the limbs off we had one on her fence big one that took like five of us to lift off the fence and we gave her about two hours of work so she showed love you know a little merry christmas happy holidays you know so went down there that just kind of happened so you know life life would keep me down but i you know the grind, grind is real. The grind is weeks. real. You talk about that ice storm we had, bro. So look, man, I, I'm trying to stay on my workout regimen. And I don't know if you saw my snap, but, uh, you know, the remote start kicked on and on my car and everything. Mm-hmm. But I forgot to turn the heat and everything on. Uh, so you just had a warm engine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just out just there proper burning. Maintenance, huh? Just tearing up the ozone layer. <laughs> so I jump in the whip. And I'm like, oh, it's a it's a shell of ice, basically. Mm-hmm. So stand there another 10 minutes defrosting the car or whatever. So I get to the gym, work out, come home. I'm like, all right, well, cool. It was just ice on the car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Roads weren't bad at all. Mm-hmm. So shower up, leave for work. I go a different direction to go to work than I do going to the gym. Mm-hmm. It's a motherfucking tree in the middle of my street. Ugh. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I call wife. Like, yo, it's a tree in the middle of the street. She's like, oh, okay. So when she leaves, she goes a different way. It's like, oh, don't go this way. This street closed. It's like, it's a tree in the street, too. I'm like, what the hell? What? <laughs> I'm like, I just was out here like an hour ago, and the roads were fine. I didn't see any trees down. So as I get to the station, I'm seeing tree limbs everywhere in the middle of the street on people's cars, houses. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, I am sure glad one of the main requirements for moving into our house was no trees. Yeah. It was, it's twofold. That situation, because that's like one of my biggest nightmares, like something like that to happen. And this time of year, you got to rake leaves. And I hate raking leaves. (laughs) And I don't ever want to do it. So when I think about it, I was like, man, I'm so glad we didn't get that tree. (laughs) That crib (laughs) had that tree in the yard. Because I've been raking and I would have had to worry about that shit. 
But the thing about it, man, weather in Ohio fucking sucks. Man, <laughs> my stepbrother owns a tree and tree and lawn business. And Unless you got that he type does, of business. He does like snow in the winter, all that. So I'm over there. At least you speak of that. I, I was just in awe because like seeing this go down this quickly, I'm like, man, I, I'm i just from a different era, I guess. I, I don't know nothing about this. Yeah. Him and his two workers came over there while I was getting the jack out to jack up the tire, right? By the time I got the jack out from underneath the car in the garage, put it together, you know how we how, do all that stuff. Yeah. By the time I got the car up, they had all the leaves in the front blown to the curb. They had one of them, like, uh, it, it looked like a Zambino. Okay, yeah. But yeah. it was like, it wasn't like like new. It was, I mean, it was it was like one of the, it looked, it looked thorough. It looked like you could just take care of some yards. Yeah. Bruh, he cut the grass so fast. They was literally there, bruh, probably about 15 minutes and had the front and back done, all the leaves blown up to the curb, and they was blowing them into a pile on the curb, like. It, it, it was just so fast. I just sat back like, you know, they could they could do at, at least three houses an hour. You know, if it's in the same neighborhood or they yeah. ain't got too much travel. I'm just looking like, bro, that that would have took me all day. Like, yeah. like I, I I refused almost at some points to like spend my four hours raking leaves to the curb. Like, bro, I used to do that by hand. You know, trash bags, the whole shebang. I'm like, hell no. Nah. So over the summer, we got uh. My guy Jameson lawn care to do our yard. We mm-hmm. used to have him come out once a month. So he probably from like May, June, July, and August and September. Like he was cutting the grass. Like he would do it once and we'll yeah. maintain it until right. he came back. I so do it, one, you do one. Yeah, it looked, <laughs> it looked good one time. It looked like shit the next time, basically. So, but like they would do it so fast because they had a big boy mm-hmm. driver out there. And our yard not that big, but I mean it's big when you pushing a motherfucker. Yeah. When you out come out it. there. Boom, 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 boom. His dude come right behind them, lining the lawn up, and they be in and out. And, yeah. like, you think, like, man, I got a better way I could spend uh, 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. But you think about, like, damn, I ain't have to deal with that shit. Right. I was <laughs> and, in, I, I was time in the, is everything. I was in the window of my beater, like, impressed with their work, <laughs> you know? That's not what you're paying for. You're paying for being on the inside. Like, yeah. damn, they moving, you they know? They moving. <laughs> I asked him, like, how many houses he do a day? It's like, man, I do as many as I can. I feel it. It's like, man, like, like it's hard work, but, like, when you got a team, it's like, it's like you got, it's four of them, mm-hmm. him and three other guys or whatever. And like, you know what I'm saying? You got a team you can trust and everybody on it and on the same grind and try to just knock them out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If we get like, I don't know, 10 houses in a day, like we can be done in about five hours. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that is drive time is like, you know. Going from spot to spot. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and we make a nice, nice little buck on it. I was like, I respect it. It's like, yeah. And and as he says that, he's like, and we do snow removal too. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like. Bruh, you ain't gonna tell me. <laughs> we we speak, I will be buzzing you up because I'm not shoveling shit. <laughs> <laughs> we speak about this quarter inch ice in the Ohio weather, man. Could you imagine what's happening in California right bro. now, bro? Like, like whole towns. It don't matter how much money you got. Million dollar homes is you know gone. I mean, some of the area I, I've DJed in because Tone every birthday year will rent a house in Malibu. Okay, and um, like you would. The way the way I know to go to Malibu, you would have to drive by like the high school. It was like literally like 
a mountain, like a, like a hill, work, a hilltop where the houses, and you know, down at the bottom is where the stores are. And once you start going up, you're just going up houses. It's just like residential, but it's up a mountain. Yeah. And some of them houses, man, like you, you know, you ask people that live there, they tell you, oh yeah, this is Bieber's home. He got one here. This is so like you're just getting that experience. But to see some of them houses up there, you're just in awe of how they live it. Yeah. And to know that like whole hillsides is gone and rolling fires, man. Dog. They it's terrible. I, I was I was kind of getting into it just because I was watching it and seeing it every day. They said over the, the twenty the twenty worst fires California has had, the top the 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 worst eight have happened since twenty seventeen. Like climate change is real. It's, real. it's affecting them. Not only are you dealing with that, but with all that vegetation gone, yeah. they have any kind of rain, any kind of anything like that. You know, mudslides are yeah. now you know taking out whole. I mean, it's it's real, bro. I'm not too knowledgeable about about the whole situation. Like, are these just like what they call rolling fires, or yeah, like br- br- like a small brush fire that turns into these infernos? Well, this one, I because me and uh, my dude James Scales on Facebook. He had he had brought up like man people are starting these fires like like how are these starting you know and it was like a question I'm like yeah like I want to know and I'm kind of looking into it this one was a, apparently called by an electrical company who had some type of you know transformer blow or uh-huh. something something happened to elect electricity wise which sparked up a fire and when you have a fire in a place that's had one of the worst droughts yeah they've ever had. Um, haven't hasn't had much rain in months. They've, I think somebody said it's rained twice in like a four or five month period out there. Um, some of the higher elevations are used to getting. You know, you'll still see in nice hot areas. You'll see mountaintops that you know might have snow on them. Yeah. Or you, you'll see that. Like none of that's happening for them like it used to. Okay. And uh, an electrical company has some kind of problem. They had sixty to say mile an hour wind gust. For like three or four days, it's just like a bonfire that went bad real quick. And, right. You know, when you're talking like a drought like that, it's just there's nothing to keep it from growing. It just grows and grows and grows. So, what amazes me is how like they'll say it like skips over the highway or like how like how is it burning through you know highways and it's like going over hills and going over all types of you know construction and vegetation and it's just. It's crazy how bad it is, bro. Yeah, I saw, like, you know, people, <laughs> I mean, it's just our society now. This is what, what we do. Yeah. We take pictures and we go live and we <laughs> right. get video. Like, they're, like, stuck on the highway and they're just filming it. And it's like, yo, it's crazy. Yeah. One, it's crazy you filming it, but, hey, that's what we do nowadays. Yeah. I probably would have, too. Um, But, like, you're that close to an inferno. And it's just rolling down the hill. So how do they put these fires out with dirt, right? Dirt and I mean, water? Yeah, they have these, like, like a fire re- retain it, whatever they call it. Like, they fly over, they do that, they fight it with water. A lot of times they'll build, like, they'll dig the little fire ditches. Kind of like, you know, it's supposed to be able to give you a space where you can contain the control. Mm-hmm. So they'll kind of dig around. Try to make a ditch big enough to where the fire has nowhere to go for a second, and have to burn through that to get going again. Right, get them time to fight. So, I have a few friends that uh chose firefighting after military service. You know, people people get stuck in the service, you mm-hmm. know, of wanting to serve. And uh, I have a few friends that have switched over to that, and 
one of my guys, man, he um he wanted to get more active than being quote unquote like small town Ohio firefighter. Like he wanted to be in an area like that. So he I think he took a job out west. He's gone on like help missions. Like when they had the kind of fires, Utah is sending them, Wyoming yeah. is sending them, you know, Washington State is sending them. Nevada, everybody's chipping in because it's that side of the you know world, but they out there really, really you know risking it all, man. They 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 get uh, very little you know praise in the sense of they these cats might be out there twenty four thirty hours before they before they get a you know six hour break. Yikes, man! I commend Crazy. those firefighters, man. They out there Absolutely. risking their lives for real, for real, man. Absolutely. Like fire ain't no joke. My uncle was a firefighter. A couple years when I was growing up, man. So like, I I don't know a lot about it, but yeah. I I do know that it's dangerous. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, super dangerous. Hey man, so uh, the Buckeyes. Let's talk about the Buckeyes. Let's talk about our team. Oh I O. What the fuck was that, Bruh, <laughs> This is the worst defense I think Ohio State has ever had, bro. That I can remember. I I, I don't think of a defense. I don't think of Ohio State and terrible defense in the same sentence a lot. You, you do know? this week. Well, <laughs> I mean, they just they don't have to, they ain't got it this year. You know, they, t- t- to sit back and think Ohio State deserve anything <laughs> this year, you really are just being a homer. Like you yeah. really just don't want to face the fact of, you know, Urban's still one of the best recruiters of all time. You know, for us, you know, he, he helped us get a lot, but. These cats are supposed to be five. That, that's my whole thing. We always talk about the recruiting class, and they supposed to be about it with PK supposed to be the four star, five star athlete, and you know, you know, O line, D line, you know, a couple guys. But you know, we're talking about Ohio State here. Like this is a school that supposed to get some of the elite. Yeah. And for years and years and years of getting quote unquote these elite we players, we reload. Yeah, I mean. We don't rebuild, we reload. The, the O line can't get no blocks. Ugh. I mean, can't oh, you know, they got one one play you're trying to sweep out. You know, you can't outrun that linebacker on the end. You ain't getting around the corner. It's just ugly, man. It's, it's ugly. just it's just real bad, man. So yesterday, what we're doing with the station, well, all weekend long, we're doing the hot holiday help out. We yeah. basically live at the fire station out there in Trotwood, collect non perishable food items for the less fortunate of the city. For Thanksgiving and everything like Thank that. Thank y'all for doing that, I man. That's dope. Y'all do that. For I know sure, for y'all, sure. Y'all actually do be in there, not like for the for the live commercial back to the crib. Like yeah. y'all be be there. Yeah, so. in the building. <laughs> Dealing sure. with that fire alarm every time they got to go out. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I'm watching the game with the firefighters and everything. Well, first, I missed like the first half. I missed the first half of the game, whatever, because, you know, say we had cars coming in. So mm-hmm. I really wasn't. I'm trying to watch it on my phone, try to go peek. And everything like that, and I'm like, "Yo, why, why, why are we losing? Yeah, what's going on?" So I caught the whole second half, and the the comeback slash almost should have been a loss. Dude was wide <laughs> open in the end zone situation. Do you so, know that's be working on the car? I uh. My group me is going with my friends like blowing up. Buckeyes fucking suck, you know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what's the score? Because I'm outside, and uh, I turned it on. And it was I think down 31 24 something like that. I'm like, damn. damn, what's going on? So I tried to keep up with it towards the end of the game. I finally, when I thought about it again, I grabbed my phone. ESPN is showing it live right on the front. Flip the phone to get the full screen. Has he's throwing the two point conversion? <laughs> I'm like. 
all they want. And like, I'm like, 52. I'm like, bro, this is terrible. They gave up a 50 burger, bruh. A 50 burger to Maryland. Yeah. Like, now, I, no disrespect exactly. to the dudes at Maryland. <laughs> Let's get this out the way. Yeah. Respect to the Terps. They came to play, and more importantly, they came to win. Yeah. They unfortunately have a, had, had a situation with the yes, young man absolutely. and, and uh, lost his life, man. And then they have to be a little more charged when it comes to Saturday football. Saturday you know, football. Playing for something that's important to them. I'm not saying that, you know, other schools or when you have that kind of experience has a family and you're going through it as a group group of friends and and people you ride or die with and go through that war with, it, it does bring that extra, let's go get it on Saturday. So I get that. Yeah. But it's still Maryland and you're supposed to be top 10. Yeah. Facts. So this is something that we probably should have talked to PK about when he was on. What Shout do coaches absolutely? Way. What do coaches show the team on film going into game week that that sparks these type of uh, near upsets, like the like the Purdue upset over Ohio State, like this should have been over Ohio State with Maryland. What are they showing these guys on film? Because there's obviously something on film that the coaching staff is saying, look at this, look look what he's doing yeah. on when they run this action and he's wide open. We can do that. Yeah. We can do that. You can make that play. Right. And the guys think like, yeah, I probably can make that play. I, I can make that play. And they, have, they did. Yeah. Second play out the gate, an 81-yard touchdown run. Yeah. Another play, a 70-something-yard touchdown run. When we take the lead, scratch that, when we tie the game up, they attack our weakest corner. Mm -hmm. Like, Damon Arnett, you're the worst defensive back I've ever seen at Ohio State, (laughs) ever. Ever. (laughs) You are fucking terrible. For me to even know his name at this point in my college football, you know, I don't keep up with it like I used to because I – have friends that played or now I'm getting to like my so-and-so son about to be up there next. You know, yeah. I'm getting back into it. But for me to know that man's name, bro, on that end of it, like, bro, we terrible, have a problem. Terrible. And check this out. He's only a junior. <laughs> he can come back for another season. <sighs> it, it, it's just bad, man. But I will say this. Going into next week versus the team up north, Michigan, we play them high noon next Saturday. I'll be watching. You'll be watching. Yeah. I'll have my B-dubs. I'll have my beer. Yeah. Me and the wife will be watching. My brother will be out in Vegas, so we're going to have to FaceTime him. <laughs> you know, he's breaking the family tradition by not wa- watching the Buckeye games with us, but it's all good. <laughs> he's got better things going on in Vegas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. Right. <laughs> I would have to break tradition maybe a couple times. <laughs> big, fa- big facts. Big facts. While he's, while he's eating top ramen for Thanksgiving, yeah. we'll be having a great meal. <laughs> anyway. It. I still think that Ohio State will beat Michigan. Really? I still believe they will. For for one main factor, Michigan's offense ain't what Purdue's offense is. It ain't what Maryland's offense is. They don't have the type of weapons that Maryland does. Like, yes, you could say all oh, Maryland, Purdue, but they got guys. Michigan doesn't have a Rondell Moore who murdered us for okay. 200 yards receiving. Yeah. They don't have a running back like Maryland does. The dude from Maryland, he's not a power back. He's like a 4 by 100 track guy yeah. that they got on the edge, and he just outran him. He out there, Cordero Patterson, folks. Yeah, just he just, uh, he's, a track, he's a track dude <laughs> yeah. that plays football. Yeah. Like, he's on the Maryland track team. 
he's like one of the, the state record finalists in Maryland high school track. Like yeah. he's a track dude. Godwin for the uh, 49ers exactly. type of guy. So Michigan is not going to be running on the edges. They're yeah. not going to be putting dudes in space to take advantage of our defense like that. They run downhill run plays with Hickman. They but play we action. stop too much of that either. <laughs> That's my Hey man, don't be ruining my hopes. <laughs> That's my thing though. Like I'm trying to rationalize a win here. Look at how much me I, I I didn't look, which I should have, but look at how many points we have given up this year in games where we squeaked by. Ugh. I mean Ugh. They, this team supposed to be top five. So supposed to be. If if uh now I, I I will say it is something to that Ohio State Michigan game that oh, yeah, is something like no other. I mean, love it. Yeah, it, the I remember. I always go back to this, but like I remember that year where David Boston, yeah, and they was just so turned that first quarter that I felt like you could have put some pads on me and I would have just ran through somebody, probably got blown up, but just would have did it because I was so charged watching this game. I mean. There's years where you're so charged for the Ohio State-Michigan game. This year, I'm charged for the fact of, like, if it gets over 30 points, bro, we're done. Like, if they give up a 30-piece by halftime or getting close to it, bro, it's over. <laughs> See, we, we just I, don't have enough. I, offensively, I know we can score. It's just the simple fact that our defense is so bad, our linebackers are so bad, I tweeted out, who the fuck recruited these niggas? Yeah, like they supposed <laughs> to have these stars. dudes. They're supposed to be elite. And then, then it, then it dawned on me. You know, maybe it isn't the rec- who's recruiting them. Who the fuck coaching these niggas? Yeah, like what? Like the, what's going on? How much alcohol y'all really pounding on Sunday and you know Monday during the week? Are y'all really going in outside of football? Because it looks like something's missing from you. Big you know, facts. It looks, big facts. It looks bad. Because, I mean, okay, nobody wants to lose. Let's yeah. just keep put that out there. Obviously, nobody wants Except to lose. for the Oakland Raiders, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> nobody wants to lose. But it's how we look. And I'm an eyeball test type of dude. Yeah. I believe in the eyeball test versus stats. I don't – stats are something you can back up after the eyeball test. Yeah. Like, well, he's thrown this many touchdowns. Well, this shit he sure looks like he has been balling right. out this season. So I'm an eyeball test type of dude. And when you have such a sport like college football that's so subjective and it's based off of performance and how they looked in the final score mm-hmm. and everything like that, that's why the, I think the eyeball test is so important. Ohio State has not been passing the eyeball test at, at all. At all. And you're just going to have to hope and pray that the offense does enough versus Michigan because Michigan has a hell of a defense. Yeah. You're going to have to hope and pray that they do enough. I I'm just, I'm happy. These are the games that I love. Yeah. You know, we're whatever what 11 and 1, 10 and 1, they're 10 and 1, 11 and 1, whatever. Winner of this game goes to the Big 10 Championship game and we'll have an opportunity possibly to make it into the college football playoff. <sighs> I don't um, even. I, I to, to be. I gotta say this. Go to be honest, I do not want to deal with a number four Ohio State. Like why like, not? Because this this year's resume is so like this year's team is so <laughs> trash, bro. Like there is like there's really about to be two conferences in these in these four games. I think big facts. <laughs> I mean it. it it's just it's just not 
Don't fan scare, bro. Don't it's just fan not scare. worth it this year because it's like I don't want to wait until January second to see y'all play or de- December thirty first to see y'all play and get smoked. And yeah, and y'all get out there with that fifty five seventeen loss. Like I don't that thirty one. You play Bama right now, bro. We are getting. Man, we're gonna look like Holy Cross out there, bro. Look, man, this this is this is how this is how I look at it. I look at it like this: Don't fan scared. And something my fan is smart. Yeah, facts, (laughs) facts. But you can't win the game if you're not in the game. You can't win the championship game if you're not in the college football playoff. You can't win it. So. I would rather us get in it and lose than us to be like, oh, we went to the Sugar Bowl and won the Sugar Bowl and then play that. Oh, man, if we'd have been in it, we'd have won it. Like, I hate that game. Yeah, just I, take, hate, I hate that game to the fullest, man. Just, just take the Khaled Beats at the Cotton Bowl and call it a day. Man. Just take the Khaled Beats. Give it <laughs> give it a year where it's like, Get hey, your $250 gift card to Best Buy. Now, now, I will say I did. Like, of course I want them to play. Like, like this Michigan Ohio State game, if it's if it's 14, 14, 17, 17 type of game, I feel like we got a shot. Now really, I feel the opposite. Because I feel like if we're down by anything, like I I don't feel like our offense is gonna get enough time on the field and do enough with it to where we can overcome that like, without big without the big play, you know, the pass interference, the the super amazing catch, the the dun, 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 you don't need about three of those. Facts. You know, and, and and I don't want to play football like that. I want to feel like we can go get six yards, you know, if we need to. We can go get whatever. You know, it's just I missed this year. This year, I will say I have gotten least time watching the Buckeyes on the pure fact of like, bro, I'm about to turn on a different game or do, <laughs> some, or do something else. I don't want to see what's about to happen. And then. Sure enough, it gets close and you kind of tune back. But I've had a lot of that this year. And when it's like that, I'm just like, hey, man, just just give me hard effort. I don't want to see you out there. I live for that shit. I don't want to see you out there not running off the field, Max. I want I want Max effort still. I live for that shit. I live That's for the close I game. Now. I love the close game. Yeah. I love that nervous feeling. I love the feeling. I remember when Ohio State and Michigan played and both teams were undefeated. The winner oh, was yeah. going to go to the national championship game. Bite my fingernails. I remember the year Ohio State was undefeated with Braxton. Michigan was like seven and five, and Michigan went for two mm-hmm. to to win the game. The the nervous pit in my stomach. I remember my boy Will Allen with that interception. That interception got us over Michigan. Then uh, blew up McGahee's. Yeah, <laughs> we, we always appreciate that blow up of Willis McGahee's. I think you will on here. I'm definitely, definitely. I love that feeling. And and you know the game is at noon. Next Saturday, and Florida State plays Florida at noon. Florida State must beat Florida to qualify for a bowl game. So I'm going to be a nervous wreck next Saturday. I'll be shitting bricks. This is my favorite week in sports. Oh, I love it. Because college football used to mean a lot to me. It's kind of falling back. NBA kind of taking over Uh, my life right now. Fantastic. But... The 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 championship week of college football and the amount of like like I lived in Oklahoma and I've seen that Oklahoma Oklahoma State mm. build up. I've seen that Oklahoma Texas build up. Mm. I've, I I, I got to like, go to that game. Man. Yeah, I've been a part of like got to go where they you know get a military three hundred tickets and your unit goes sits in the nosebleed just for the experience yeah. and like the camaraderie and all that. Just like to be come from Ohio State Michigan. 
type of upbringing and to go to that, like, oh, I was in there like, boomer sooner, baby. Let's, <laughs> let's go. I was charged up. Like, I I love that about college football. And this is the week where if you ain't, like, you came to this school for this week. Yeah. You know, this was a part of your decision. Yeah. Like, I would love to be a part of that week so in many, football. So many games. There's you so got many. Bama, Auburn. You yeah. got Georgia, Georgia Tech. You got Clemson, South Carolina, Florida, Florida State, Ohio mm. State, Michigan. Like, you got a ton of big games to tune this in and watch. This is definitely the week, man. Yeah. I'm rooting for us, man, but uh, I, I would prefer the Michigan win over the talk about let's get in the top four. <laughs> We're going to see what happens. We're definitely going to see what happens. Yeah. What's your plans for Thanksgiving, bro? Man, Thanksgiving is always at Mom Duke's house, man. We uh, Mom's always... My uh, stepdad about three, four years ago got a Christmas gift from my stepbrother of a smoker. Mm-hmm. And uh, every every family gathering, the one of the meat of choice, one of those has to be put in that smoker. Yeah. Everybody loves it. So he'll smoke a turkey. Mom's That's like an all-day process. Man, uh, my, my stepdad is, is, like a lot of the men in the family don't get the praise of like, you know the work they do too to make a family gathering happen. Like he is the he is the dude that is up at eight o'clock in the evening, getting the meat out, starting to season it, making sure all everything's how he wants it, getting it to room temperature. Okay, it's now one in the morning. Everything should be at room temperature. Let me go start this smoke. Like he's up Woo. at one in the morning, putting the ribs in, putting the turkey in. He has his little thermostat. He got to go make sure the meat at the right temperature. Like he's. He's putting in the work. Like, the he's work. really working on making this 15-minute experience when you got 40 people digging into it. Yeah. You know, making this 15-minute experience to where you're like, that was a good turkey. That, 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 he, even the white meat was juicy. You know, like, <laughs> one of those experiences. And, and they, always, they always come through, man. Usually my, uh, my grandmother, a lot of my mom's immediate family, um, a few of her brothers that are in the area swing by, but they kind of do, you know, their wife's family doing something yeah. or whatever. So everybody kind of hops around that day. But we usually, uh, the door opens about 2, and uh, people are flowing into about 8 or 9. You know, you get a rush of a couple cousins and aunties coming through. You get a rush of grandma and whoever, you know, friends. And then we'll usually hop over to my godparents' house, um, the black side of my family, mm-hmm. you know, the white side, we eat at two o'clock. We done at six. <laughs> I, I <laughs> The black side just uh, getting started. Uh, they just decide if we don't we do start it. about the Cowboys If we doing game. spades and dominoes, you know, they, they, they still at that point of the party. So we usually get over there in the evening, swing by, um, get some of that, uh, sugar dose, everything. <laughs> and, uh, kick back, man. We don't, we don't have to travel. Um, we, we, We've been talking though, uh, going taking a either like a Florida, go somewhere where you can smile at the sun versus being cold type of holiday. So <sighs> we're debating. I think we're gonna possibly do 2020 just because it's 2020 and we just were talking about it. But uh, either Thanksgiving or Christmas, some kind of destination. Dope. You know, we we'll rent a house somewhere and dope, and uh, let all the let all the grandparents throw down in the sun. So that would be dope. Yeah, That'd yeah. And what you me, got up? Oh man! I sure is that ride up seventy one. Oh man, looky here, bro. I just made that ride. Looky here, bro. Yeah, let me get this out the way. Let me make good, just in case people are listening. I love my family. Yeah, <laughs> I love my wife. I love my sister. I love my mother in law. 
I love my mom, of course. I love my grandmother. I love all y'all. You can't make this up disclaimer. But goddamn. <laughs> I love the nephew. Don't forget the little dude. Dude. I, 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 ugh. Ugh. It's the it, process. It's a it? process, bro. It really it's, is. it's a major league process, man, because, you know, when you come from a family like, like that I do, you know, at growing up, it was just me, my brother, mom, and grandma. That's that's who yeah. ate dinner as a family yeah. every year. And as you get older, you know what I'm saying? You have relationships, so those things expand. So, you know, my wife and her family, oh, so we've grown a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, my my little cousins are getting older, so boom. They got boyfriends and girlfriends, so mm-hmm. they got little kids, so they got more people, and just it just has it has grown to a amount of people that you know I'm just like damn it's a lot of damn people in here. I need some time alone, <laughs> but right. ain't no place to get no time alone right. to reset. And what makes it extra for me, extra, Big Bro and moved to Las Vegas. Big Bro is yeah. not gonna be there. I know that's the that's a wrench in the in the normal seat, you mm. know. Now, as much as I talk to my brother, one would think like, "Well, yo, how can you get, how can you miss your brother? You talk to him <laughs> every day. Y'all talk about each other like rats and cats and dogs." But that's my bro. I love him. Right. He's not gonna be there. But the main reason I'm mad he's not gonna be there. I'm gonna have to wash the dishes uh, all by don't myself. Love. That's when he gonna Facetime you. Like, they, they probably done by now. <laughs> While he's eating his Chinese food. Right, right. <laughs> like, the, dinner, extra, the dinner was good, nigga. Extra sweet and sour sauce. Right. So, like, every year it's like, you know, him and I wash the dishes and the wife is there coaching us or whatever. She'll help out a little bit or whatever. But normally, you know, we wash them all, the dishes together in shifts. Like, we go for like, 30 minutes take a break right <laughs> go back at it take another break because i mean once mom's is done cooking and she puts everything in the uh plastic containers and everything like that it's everything it's the I, I always try to help out in that regard and i'm always too late bro. <laughs> I, ended up, I ended up just taking out the trash oh getting, yeah i forgot about getting, oh, shit. getting all the pop cans up you know like just kind of doing a sweep through because i'm like oh, let me go help with these dishes and my grandma and I'm on the last one drying it off. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, let me do something. I feel bad. Let me, yeah, I'm out to chip do in. the trash too. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, I'm, so I'm fine solo on on that mission this year, man. So, you know, he probably, he probably still mad with the 50 miler you put up. <laughs> probably got a little, got a little. Yeah, I let let him work this this, this yeah, one. Yeah, you so, know. So I'm sure he wants to be there though. Oh, he's gonna want to be there, especially yeah. for the Ohio State Michigan game. Oh, yeah. You know, what I'm saying we are gonna get some Angela Mia's pizza. We gonna we gonna do it up, man. My, so my homeboy's in town from Phoenix. And, okay, uh, he, he's only been home a few times since he's been out there, and we got up last night and uh, they wanted to go to a bar goes out in Centerville, and uh, we ended up having shots of cramp, pizza, and watching some games and just kicking back. You know uh. how how those experiences end up, and uh, listening to one of my boys talk. You know I I don't come from a household with a sibling. I wasn't raised. With having a sibling, I have siblings now from my mom's marriage, but mm-hmm. was raised only child. So, like, I was listening to my dude talk, and he was talking about, you know, wanting to go out, and the girl wanted to go on a date, and he like, nah, it's Ohio State Michigan week. Like, I'm at my brother's house every year, 
bottles. You know, we doing what we do. Facts. And that's where I'll be. And, you know, hopefully I can, you know, 7 o'clock, what's up? You know, but <laughs> 12 o'clock, no, that's where I'm available. And I'm like, unavailable. To hear, like, to hear him. And he was talking about how much he genuinely likes this girl. And, you know, but he's like, <laughs> he like, just not, I'm not going to watch the game with you when I've been doing this for 30 years of my life that I can remember. You know? I will say this about my beautiful wife. I thank goodness every day that she's a sports fan and she puts up with me Man, because she, she's a huge Ohio State fan and she watches football, like the big games and yeah. everything like that. She knows what's going on. She don't have to ask a million questions. She grew up a, a sports fanatic thanks to her father. Yeah, And, you know, slowly she's morphed into rooting for Florida State because I root for Florida State. <laughs> I appreciate you there. And I, she roots for Syracuse basketball because I root for Syracuse basketball. So I appreciate you there. And... The simple fact that your man's is chucking the deuces yeah. <laughs> to a female to watch the game, yeah. and I don't have to do that. Yeah, I know how lucky I am. See, I've <laughs> see, I've been my wife from Michigan, so I can only run so far. Uh, you know, this this week is where yeah, is it, that a house divided? Oh, always, but like for five years running, um, this is the week where our me and my mom's only sole mission is to get my wife. Over to my mom's house, so usually on Thanksgiving, uh-huh. and we find a way that she has a big Brutus doll. We find <laughs> a way to get Brutus behind Mika, and someone get her laughing, and we take that picture to show her happy next to Brutus. And like we got like four or five of these going, so like that's the mission. We always find a way to get her. She always forgets. You know, she's never she's never on her p's and q's about it. But my wife has. She has grown immensely in sports with me. Like she even, she even gets like her little joke is today. You know, it's football Sunday. She like this is some of the best sleep I get all week <laughs> because she know I'm gonna be on that red zone watching football. And then if shit gets a rain in the Bengals game, I usually go check in on golf. And, <laughs> and I'm I'm all over the TV on on Sunday. And like she just she doesn't even worry about asking to watch a Grays episode or trying to squeeze in something. She just kicks back and usually dozes off. But I caught her the other night. I'm watching Milwaukee and, and the Bulls. Bulls is killing them. They're up by like 19, 18 points at halftime. Young Zach Levine. Third quarter onward, Milwaukee ended up winning that game by 19. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, it got crazy. And I just saw her, I don't want to watch this, to sitting up to every, you know, it was a five-minute span where 10 straight shots went in. Justin Holiday's six for six from three. You know, Bledsoe's hooping. It was just good basketball. And she's knowing the names and talking about it. I just sit back on some, like, I guess 11 years to do that to you. Real Duran, Yeah, dog. She, she's starting to, you know, she know Middle, Chris Middleton's name. Got her trained, bro. No, I'm playing. Yeah, she knew the Lopez brothers was playing against each Like, she, she knows these things to where – Ten years ago, she wouldn't have, you know. Fox with you. Yeah, she would have called. With you. <laughs> she would have called Brooks Lopez. Uh, what's the dude from Florida? Uh, Tall Noah. Dude. Yeah, she would have called him Noah. Like just all kinds of messed up. So proud of the wife for sticking around with these sports too, because that's a huge part of uh, feeling good. You yeah. know, when, when you don't have to worry about like, man, I want to watch eight hours of this. I know she's gonna be tripping. I know she's gonna want to watch the lifestyle, or I know she's gonna, you know, <laughs> want to do see a movie. And it's like, no, it's. My wife know on Football Sunday, when I get home from this podcast, she has a good hour and a half to ask me to do some dishes, <laughs> ask me to vacuum, ask me to help with a chore. She's about 1 o'clock. If she asks me to do anything, it's going to come in like 
I'll be there in a minute. And yeah. it depends on when that commercial and let's see what I have to, uh, you know, I'm working the commercial breaks. <laughs> <laughs> you got two minutes yeah. of time. What you need? <laughs> big facts, big facts. Yeah. Man, you know, sports and the real world cross over so much. Yeah. So recently we had two employees get into it, a.k.a. Kevin Durant and Draymond mm-hmm. Green. Yeah. People forget that. People forget that these dudes are employees. Yeah. They work for the Warriors. Yeah. They're, that's their job. Mm-hmm. Back when you was working at the VA, oh, how yeah. many incidents did you get into with coworkers? Because that's what they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're teammates slash coworkers. But we look at it different. We look yeah. at it as entertainment. But this is their job. Yeah. I definitely, um, I used to be the guy that would, really be proud of my like military bearing i would be really proud of the fact that you could be hollering in my face mad and i can just look at you with a smile and be like we'll figure it out you know like it's all good like i used to be that the older i have gotten (laughs) i think i reached a point where like my kindness overflowed to the point where i don't want you to get my smile confused with like bitch assness (laughs) like it's not that it's just i'd rather take the high road if you're going low type of thing Mm. over the last i would say five years of that experience bro it got worse and worse in my three you know i was there for more than that about four years at the va i would say i had a good five where it was you're not gonna talk to me like i'm 12 right I'm an adult that works at the same place you work at. Right. We have the same job title. I'm sorry that you that you are old enough to be my parent, but we both do the same work. Right. So it's not go find Kevin, have him do it. It's no, we both have the same GS title and the same title. So I'll take 20 and you can take 20. You know, here you go. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it, 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 it got to the point where I just couldn't deal with that type of shit. Like I don't want to come to work had to spat at you about, you know, we're supposed to take two 15-minute breaks, but you go to the cafeteria, wait 15 minutes for your food, come back, go to, you your, go to the refrigerator <laughs> and get your pop and everything, go sit down and then hit that 20-minute timer for your break. Right. You've been gone 45 minutes. Right. Bro. Like, we are, we are grown as fuck, and you know that's not right. Right. I shouldn't have to be like, bro, where you at? But people want to take their break, too. Like, all that used to, used to just get to my point where, the kindness window, like, that's why I left it. Literally, that's why I wanted to get out of it because what I call the high can I help you life yeah, was, you know, I enjoyed it for a period of time, but it got to the point where, like, you're not about to just play me or, like, <laughs> low-key, like, just punk me into a situation where you think I'm just going to be, t- I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say nothing. Docile and yeah. obedient to what fuck you're saying. Fuck that. I'm, I'm in the fuck that age now. <laughs> like, I have grown into, like, fuck that. Yeah, you know, working at the station, you know, from the outside perception, you know what I'm saying, it's supposed to be entertainment-based, and, and it is. It's supposed to be a good time. But, you know, we have issues here as well. You yeah. know, it's a it's a big circle. Yeah. Um. You know, at the radio station, we provide content. We provide music. We provide listener content. We provide contesting. We're supposed to be entertaining on air, mm-hmm. which translates into people listening, which translates into Ratings. Revenue and revenue, yeah. And then that you take those ratings, the salespeople see those great ratings, like this demographic is listening to the station, X amount of people are listening at this time. Hey, McDonald's, look how many people we got listening to our we radio station. We can touch station. this X amount of numbers. Give us some money. So yeah. they sell it. They're like, oh, McDonald's or so-and-so is cool with that. They 
they buy it, salespeople get paid, company gets paid, and turn we meet our uh we get our money as yeah. as on air talent. But there's a sliver in there that has to be handled. The in between. Yeah. The actual production of commercials and the production of what execution of what McDonald's wants. So we run into issues where, okay, Kev, we want you to cut this these five commercials. Yikes, that's a lot of commercials. Yeah. But cool. I'll cut these five commercials. Boom. Send them off to the client. I, oh, we don't like the way he said it this way. Can he say it this way? Mm-hmm. So we what we run into we call revisions, be it uh say it this way or uh no, I'd say this phone number instead. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a commercial, if you a pros pro, not me, but if you somebody <laughs> like uh I don't know, Faith, yeah. uh you can knock out five commercials probably in like, I don't know, like an hour. Yeah. Someone like myself that is, eh, I'm good, but I'm not great. Yeah. So it maybe take me like an hour and a half to two hours to knock all that stuff out, depending on the length of the commercials. So when you make revisions, you got to go back. Yeah. And anybody, you know this, oh, yeah. when you speak right now, it's not going to sound the same way you speak three days later. Yeah. So you, when you're hearing it, you hear your voice go higher or lower. You don't sound exactly the same. You may have some... You can tell on edited. Yeah, you, you can, can hear you can the tell edit. that editing. So when you make these edits, those are things. Or, all right, we had another instance where somebody did a commercial, sent it off to a client. They didn't like it. So they redid it. They didn't like it again. So they had passed it off to somebody else. And they do it a whole and different And then way. another person did. And then they didn't like that person. So it's a situation where... You looking at the salesperson like, hey man, what are you telling these people? Yeah. So you done had two different people do commercial two different times each. Maybe there's something wrong in the translation between you. Yeah. How we receive yeah. what is wanted. Like, yeah, you're not you're not giving us what we need because obviously we're not providing what the client wants. Maybe the issue is you. And when your coworkers, a la Draymond Green and Kevin Durant, have mm-hmm. blowups. People look at you like you're crazy. Like, yeah. yo, we're human beings. We're, we're going to have these blow-ups. Yeah. Sports people are going to have these blow-ups. So I don't think the necessarily the Draymond Green and Kevin Durant thing is a big thing. People work with people every day, B. Yeah, and I always <laughs> say this. Imagine what we just talked about, <clears throat> you and a coworker, or Draymond and KD has coworkers, but you and your coworker both got $8 million in the bank. Woo! Like imagine how a little, talk yeah, a little imagine how your tone and how your stature and how you feel about bitch who you talking to like like that just ultimately comes into you <laughs> when you're in those situations and then Draymond wears his emotions on his sleeve good Big or time. bad you know and that has gotten him to the NBA yeah you know it, it has he ain't he's been that way at Michigan State he was he was just that he's he has gotten worse over. Time, but worse it comes with the price of like he is becoming older. He has gotten, he's he he's years into this. Years into this, so he, he feel like I'm a part of this too. Yeah, like I was here before you. Who was winning before you? I bring the ball to court sixty percent of the time anyway. Like he feel like I'm allowed to mess up and not be bashed for it. I, I feel, and in the moment that all eyes on me, he like. Y'all motherfuckers ain't sweet as pie. You know, like, y'all. You motherfuckers think you can do this shit to me? Right. <laughs> Who the fuck are y'all talking I to? I called this nigga. I convinced him to come in. Exactly. Like, all that, like, when money ain't the root of happiness or the root of, it shouldn't be the root of everything for you, 
But when you have a certain stature and a certain feel about yourself, like you can't walk around the whole city all day and everybody praise you. Right. And then in a room full of people that get praised too, you try to be the alpha male too. Yeah. You know, like that's gonna that's gonna come with like you say, we argue. How many teams you been on where, you know, uh oh, Tony and Bob about to get to it after this practice, <laughs> you know. They're about to go down the locker room. Like we've all been a part of that. It's just there's 80 people whose job is to make sure we all see it yeah. and make sure we keep nagging their ass about it and make it a thing for the next month so that way every time they in a close game or lose. What's going to happen? Yeah, Who's going to break up the ball? They need Steph. It's so crazy how much people, un, probably even like, if it came down to choosing, they probably wouldn't choose to do it this way. But people really do watch that shit and get the views up for them to for make sure. them. Keep the content rolling. Because clicks equal revenue. Yeah. And it's all about the We just the talked about, exactly. Money. This is a company that is is paid to broadcast the ins and outs of the NBA. You want to see the emotional side of these guys because mm-hmm. they're rich and we look up to them in different different ways. You know, yeah, we, we, yeah. we envy or look up or admire or respect or dream up, you know, whatever. I think, though, like you say, the two coworkers spatting it out, you know, at practice the next day. My bad, we'll figure it out. But the thing that stuck with me is, like, they scored 92 points and a half this year. When it's going good, it's going good. Yeah. Is Steph being out? That I mean, Steph is a dog. Yeah. But does it correlate into, you know, 37, 47 points they had at halftime? Or, yes. you know, getting, getting just getting through – should should they be having to go through this? Is is my thing. Like, I believe so, man. Because people people look at it when it's going at its peak, yeah. at its best performance, and they're like, "This is what it can be." But to if you just take a step back and look at it and say, "All right, who is a, on that team a transcendent player?" KD and Steph. Mm-hmm. Look, as good as Draymond Green is, and as unique as a talent as he is, a great defensive player as he is, as a a lunch pail, all tools type of guy he is. We've seen players like that before. Mm-hmm. As good of a shooter as Clay is, maybe the second best shooter ever. Yeah. We've seen dudes that are great shooters before. Mm-hmm. So, but you take away one of the best, probably the best shooter of all time, somebody with a top five handle of all time, yeah. can pull up from 40 feet comfortably away, or you take. <laughs> Or you take basically a seven foot guard in KD away, then y'all y'all basically not just guys, but y'all are regular NBA players. Yeah, like the, that's how that's how critical these dudes are, man. Because I mean, you can you can even look at it with LeBron. You take one of the best players, probably the second best player of all time. Some would say the first. We won't get into that. Right. You take LeBron off of a team, and then you look at him when he leaves. No, yeah, he's the, he's that fucking good. Yeah. He is that good. But yes, most of the dudes look okay. Say it's I don't know. We'll be nice. We'll say twenty. No, fuck that. We won't be nice. It's, <laughs> it's ten super. Say say it's ten superstars in the league. Okay, and say it's 20, 20 stars in the league. Yeah, everybody else is a role player. Yeah, so there are far more role players in the NBA than there are stars and superstars. If you t- if you take look, I I, I like Clay Thompson, 
but he's not a superstar. Yeah, you make him be the only offense for yeah. Atlanta right now. You make yeah, you he put him seven good games. Yeah, he's not he's not dropping those fifty and sixty point games with four dribbles. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. He's able to do that because he plays with Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. And like, oh, shit, we forgot about him, too. He's open. Yeah. Splash. He can, like, there's times where you watch Clay and you can tell he's putting this up on the simple fact of he got two steps worth of space on this screen around. He's about to run around. Like, he, you can tell, like, that's the offense for this play. Is They're okay with me putting this up. Everybody knows I'm about to put it up. So once this pass comes, the, the people that are crashing the board should be crashing. I'm putting it up. But I was going to say with Draymond, there has been wait, there's never been a time for me where I was the superstar of the basketball team. You know, I look back to my either. to my elementary <laughs> years and, you know, playing for your elementary school, the junior high summer rotations you did, just all that. There was never a time where I was the man. But there was a time in that 12 game, you know, elementary season where in games one through six, I chose one of those games to pull that shot before the buzzer. Knowing I wasn't supposed to. Let it fly. Yeah, knowing that if I don't make this, boy, am I going to get you at that because that wasn't the play. But damn it, I'm putting this up because I want to feel this too. Like there was times where I was supposed to grab the pass and swing it. So you were like Carlton in the Fresh Prince episode. Fake the swing, step <laughs> over, ah, I'm throwing it. Like, Made a couple, missed most, you know. <laughs> but I think Draymond is not taking that shot in game anything, you know, when they come down to the playoffs. I think I think Draymond is not snatching the rebound and running up the floor with four seconds left in the last 15 games of the season if we're fighting for a one or two seed. You know, like it's certain parts of the year where you know who the, who the dog has to beat. Right. But I think Draymond, any athlete per se, especially someone on that level, I would imagine they want to be the bigger figure on the poster too. Sometimes, yes, they don't want to be the guy on the in the third row that you see in the team photo. They want to be up front with the ball too. So, as a sports dude, I get that, and I, I feel like it gets blown way out of proportion because we watching it, you know, oh, yeah, we can for entertainment. It. So, um, we'll see though, because it, it's also a big thing when your boss say. Go sit down. Yeah, that's a fact. And when your boss, well, from what I read, took Katie to the new facility and showed him around. Hey, man, look. See how you, if it comes you down like to it, it <laughs> if it comes down to it, man, the Warriors will choose KD over you, Draymond. Don't Absolutely. get it fucked up. Yeah, this we, dude is a transcendent talent. Yeah, unfortunately, You're a damn good basketball player. But he's Kevin fucking Durant. In this in this day and age of basketball, there's enough 6'10", 270 guys that you can find in in sports that can be a body that can probably even you know dribble through the figure eight. You know nothing nothing more than than B than B B B B plus handles at best. Yeah. But there's not many people listed at six ten, six eleven, play at seven two. Seven one, and can do everything on the floor, like you say. Like, of course, they're gonna be like, "You got to go, brother." We right, we, we, go. we don't want to see KD and LeBron next year. Hey man, like they uh, said in New Jack City, your services in the community are no longer needed. I saw a picture, <laughs> man. I don't know how true it is, but uh, KD, AD, LeBron in purple jerseys. Let's hope not.
Let's hope not. <laughs> exactly. There's another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. We take it next week off for Thanksgiving. Be yes. with the fams. Happy holidays to y'all. I know holidays start for most people after Thanksgiving. We start getting in the spirit. But, you know, Black Friday sales already started. Big brother, facts. So. Big facts. My holiday starts at uh, 5 o'clock on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> shout Vacation. To the, shout to the Parker families. JK, what up, little homie? What a dooski, man. Yeah. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We'll be back in uh, two weeks. Yeah. Peace. Peace.